0: Hey guys, welcome to episode sixty six. Swiss on six of res hockey. <laughs> the only reason I re- I remember that uh, sixty six in French because I was at a tournament in Valdor in Quebec, and I kept on getting penalties, and the ref was saying Swiss on six, so he was, <laughs> he was calling me by my number. So I just always remembered <laughs> remembered that sixty six. I don't know why I got that number for. Okay. It's 66 is one of those numbers. It's just like 99. You just you just don't wear. 99, 69, yep. 66. I think those are three legit numbers and, you, don't, you
1: don't wear in hockey. And I, and I think number I think number one, that, that should always be the
0: goalie. Or 33, or like 33 too, right? 33 yeah. or 29 are goalie numbers. but mm-hmm. But, yeah, just always – that's the only French number that I know is Swissansis. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, welcome, guys. Uh, another another week, another episode. I'm Trev, and with me, as always, is uh, Bush, who's wearing his bifocal glasses today. What's up, Bush? Yeah, not
1: much, not much. How are you? you got,
0: uh, living there. a life, man. Hockey tonight. Did you uh, take oh, your pregame game you map? know
1: what? Yeah, took my old man nap. I gotta give a sh- yeah pre nap.
0: Okay, who do you want to give a shout out? You, so I'm pretty excited. So go <laughs> ahead.
1: Plug Nation Hockey, they got good swag. Uh, I'm wearing one in the podcast tonight. I am gonna take a picture and post it and share it and tag them. Check out their their gear. Plug Nation Hockey, right? Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah, Plug Nation Hockey, they got good stuff
0: yeah they're on facebook uh give them a like and a, give them a follow yeah uh they're a, a family based out of, out of alberta so uh, they're just starting up their new clothing company so give them a like it's uh us the support these uh these uh these families that are starting up these cool businesses so and i want to give a shout out well to let the parents know that the twi- uh 2023 muskegor cup the 14th annual will be played in Timmins, Ontario, February 17th and the 19th. These guys have, like, all the way from U7, U9, U11, U13, U15, U18, and they're going to have a, uh, U22 now because they want to involve the players that aged out the last couple of years because the tournament wasn't on due to COVID, so now they want to include the, the older kids, which is which is good. They have you 15 girls and you 18 girls. So that's a lot of hockey. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different divisions. So it's good to see that minor hockey is back and thriving, that the kids are playing. Yeah. So uh the deadline to register is December December, January 31st. So <coughs> they are on Facebook. So um, we have some exciting news to uh to talk about, but that will uh talk about that in a week or two so but yeah muskego cup in 10 minutes ontario so they have a for you parents if you want your kids to play they have a a player pool on facebook so go to their page and sign up your sign up your kid if your kid doesn't have a team to play for so it's right on i'm looking forward to that yeah so um because of the week because of the week for episode 66 go ahead Bosh.
1: Because of the week, episode sixty-six, hailing from Sandy Bay, he's residing in Brandon. Is Noah Muso? No, I hope I pronounced your name right. We gotta, uh, me and Trev. We sometimes um, <laughs> we are we are guilty of not the correct pronunciation. In the words of Popeye,
0: yeah, once in a while, we kind <laughs> of butcher someone's name or someone's. Reserve, so reserve, yeah. I think we're good for at least one a week. So, uh, That's yeah, easily, yeah. I met Noah last night at the Winnipeg Jets and who did they play? Washington Capitals, Washington, game? nice guy. Uh, we talked for a good 10 minutes, and he asked, First thing he asked when I saw him, where's Bush? So <laughs> Bush has a. I was a at home because
1: no one, no one got me another ticket.
0: <laughs> I was at home sulking and swearing at the TV was, for, <laughs> for three <laughs> hours. Yeah. So, yeah, great guy, and uh, hopefully, when we go to Brandon, we'll be able to just meet up with him and say hi again and invite us over for yeah. supper or something. Yeah, feed us. <laughs> yeah, feed us. <laughs> Uh, this past weekend was the Cree hockey tournament in d'Or, Quebec. Um, I watched some games. Uh, they had games online, but excuse me, but they had the only games that were broadcasted were was at the main rink where, okay, that Quebec major junior team d'Or plays in. So mm-hmm. uh, most of their games they had the just. Uh, what division did they, did they have there? They had just uh, Class A, Class A games, which is like the competitive, the most competitive division in the tournament, and they had a lot of good teams. Um, the team kittigan ZB Bulls from Quebec, like the Manawaukee area, they won the Class A finals over the Wemijee Wolves, and I watched. A lot of Moose Factory games, well, for my for like me being from Moose Factory, I watched the Scrappers play. And for some reason, I know my dad, he played in that tournament. I played that in that tournament. My dad played in the eighties mm-hmm. and I played like 20 years ago in that tournament and not, But it's the same thing that the scrappers have to go through. They were the only Ontario based team in that class A. And a lot of the a lot of the times they were playing five on three. And I was texting um, Hayden Butterfly, who was a guest on the show throughout like Friday. I was texting him. And is, it's, do you think just because you're from another reserve out of province that refs are going to be biased towards you? That when, especially when you're playing against Quebec teams, since that tournament was based out of Quebec? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. It's just like if uh Quebec when Manitoba teams come here and play Ontario and they're biased because they're from out of province and they're not from that this area. So it it seems to me that a lot of these penalties they were light, they were soft penalties too, and they were really Uncalled for that they it, they shouldn't have been penalties. Mm-hmm. So I feel I'm not being biased because I'm from from Moose Factory, but I just feel that because that they're from that community and from Ontario, that they're really being uh, a lot of penalties towards them, and giving the other teams who are from Quebec a lot of good power plays, and it's shitty that. They travel a far way just to to get to Valdor. They got to take a train. Yeah. They got to take a helicopter. Then they got to drive. Because Caden, they had a Friday morning game, and they didn't get uh, they didn't get to uh, Valdor till early in the morning. Oh. so this just shows you the dedication and the soc- not sacrifice. Well, in a way, sacrifice. Yeah. Ew, yeah, It takes to get to a <clears throat> hockey tournament But it is good hockey They had a lot of teams from like A lot of teams that will be At the Freddie too So the teams mm-hmm. from Quebec That will be playing at the Freddie in May Are going to be good So And the team that won The Bulls from Kittigan ZB They will be at the Freddie So it's going to be interesting. They're going to be uh they're going to be the Moose Factory scrappers from last year, like the the team that no one knows much about and they're going to make Oh yeah. I think they're going to make some noise at the Freddy. So uh I'll just mention the the champs from each class. So class B1 is Picogan Maycon. They uh, defeated the Waskegonus Jets. B2 champions Mistassini MD and they beat Sesame underdogs and then in the women's division they got uh, the winners are Pissimit and New and they defeated Wemiji lady, lady Wolf so so out of the four divisions Wemiji they had three Wemiji teams in the finals out of the four which is pretty impressive so. That's the first major, like big tournament of the year. I think that one was maybe fifteen grand for class A. Oh, nice! So, good on the balls for uh, grand. yeah. Good on the balls for uh, winning that tournament, and they ended up seven and zero. So, that's no uh, easy feat to go undefeated. Seven games in one weekend. Do you think you'll be that's... able to do that? Um, I can do five games. Five games in two days. So what's if yeah. you? Yeah, seven games. That's a lot. Like three games Friday, two Saturday. A lot. And maybe three That's too Saturdays. much. Sunday. Holy jeez. But it's no body contact though, so it's not as bad. If it was really body contact, right? because body contact takes way more out of you than mm-hmm. non-body contact. But uh, yeah, congrats to all the teams, and it was it was good to to watch, and it was good that we didn't have to pay to watch. I know some tournaments you have to pay, pay, uh, pay, pay money to watch teams play. So it was free. So, uh, just one thing that really bugged me during the the ter- watching this tournament is when guys wear cages and they try to act tough when they're scrums. Oh, after the
1: that's a that's a pet peeve. That's there's no place in that for hockey.
0: Like when they have a scrum, they'll try to egg the guy on and punch the guy that doesn't have a cage. And yeah, like what do you do when someone tries to act tough that has a cage on? What do you do? Is there anything? Do you try to rip off his cage and
1: you just you just chirp him and ask him how tough he is with his cage on? uh that's, that's, all I, that's all I can do. That's all I do.
0: Because I noticed there was a lot of uh, players wearing cages and they were just trying to be the tough guy and yeah. be in scrums and start pushing and punching guys. It's like, come on, man. So that if you're going to wear a cage, you better back it up, right? Yeah. I mean, just, why why do you wear a cage? Like. It must be a safety reason. I'm sure they don't want their trick list. Uh, mm. So they don't want their the, trick list. Uh, a puck to the teeth.
1: What did what did Carrie say last week? <laughs> Mama or Kokum uh, gets mad at them for not wearing a visor and, and mouth
0: guards. Yep. <laughs> so maybe so that's maybe, why. Maybe maybe
1: they maybe they have to wear. Maybe Kokum doesn't want them. uh Losing their teeth, or mom doesn't want them wearing uh, losing their teeth because often it's this it's it's not the parents, it's the parent, yeah, it's the mom, it's the mom or the grandma, yeah, true. That's I mean, don't really care, <laughs> care. Well, he wants he wants to wear the mask, he doesn't want to wear a mask, and he's gonna take a risk, he's gonna have to chew it up and eat it. And my mom was,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: another <laughs> thing that was, was like,
0: <laughs> what do you word of? of cage tell you're what a full cage tell you like, uh, I, I, I
1: think i think till i was in my early 30s really you used to wear a cage <laughs> that long no <laughs> i used to wear uh, i think when uh, i started playing rise tournaments that's when i stopped wearing the full cage i just took oh. it off
0: so shoulder, pads. Do
1: that. If, if, shoulder pads i stopped wearing because for some reason my my belly started <laughs> growing no, Your shoulder so my, pads started so rolling up. Got, you just started rolling up, 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 up above. Uh, you know where, where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> it was
0: it was harder to get the the jerseys on with the shoulder. <laughs> okay, I'll say another pet peeve. Uh, while I was watching the the this past weekend, matching jerseys and socks for teams. There's yep. a there was a lot of teams. I don't know. They had mismatching jerseys and they didn't, their socks weren't matching. Like, is it hard to really organize a team where you're having matching socks and matching jerseys? At least if you're going to go to a big tournament like this, try to look like a team, right? Yeah. We had different color socks and mismatching socks, one white sock, one black sock. And, different jerseys. Like if you're going to, I don't know. It bugs me that teams don't match like that. Like, I don't care if you're wearing different colored gloves or a helmet, but at least have matching socks and a matching Jersey. And I think it's, I don't know. It says, says a lot when a team matches and when a team doesn't match. Mm -hmm. So, so when, what about when guys scrimmage should, uh, are you a one are you that type of guy that wears different color socks compared to your jersey because I know when mm-hmm. I when I try to scrimmage I try to wear all all the same colors just uh to- yeah I like to wear uh I'll actually try and match it up
1: yeah light dark look good play up, good get, yeah so because when we go Thursday nights to at uh, uh, solid the Joe's of Rock when because c- those socks that we got at Blaine the Minnetonka mullets like the yeah. Bruins colors I wear those because they match uh because they match all uh, constructions or whatever. Yeah, true.
0: Because of the Bruins
1: colors. <laughs> so yeah,
0: but yeah, it's just if we're gonna go to a tournament, let's uh, let's get matching stuff. Yeah. So well if you if you're a manager of a team, captain of the team, and you're going to a res tourney or any tourney, get matching socks, matching jerseys. Yeah. Everyone deserves matching socks and a jersey if they're going to be on a part of that team. So and if you're going to order jerseys and socks, order extra because someone's always going to take extra socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take a jersey. So order extra. Look, try to look professional out there. Look good, play good uh, unfortunately, we don't have a guest for this week. Uh, our guest had to cancel today because he was sick and he lost his voice, so um, we'll have him on hopefully have him on next week as a on the show as a guest, so yeah, it's too bad he uh he messaged me this morning and said he had a cold for the last couple of days and lost his voice, so. So now we just uh no guest on the show should I just interview you Wow
1: well, I mean maybe
0: <laughs> uh with that being said let's uh we'll go to our uh weekly Red hockey top five yeah hi top five. Uh, okay, I'll start that over. Red Hockey top five for this week. Top yes. five things natives bring to an NHL game. Oh, yeah. I went to the so, Washington Capitals Winnipeg Jets game last night, and I noticed things like when you go to a game, right? You know, you'll always notice, hey, there's a niche, there's a native person there, right? Yeah. You, gave them, you give him a little nod just to say hi, even though you don't know the person, you just still say hi, give a smile, give a nod. But uh, Winnipeg has a, um, a lot of native NHL fans, a lot of Jet fans that always go to the game. So you notice things here and there. So last night at the game, I was noticing things. So I have the list. Top five things natives bring to an NHL game. Number five, res team jerseys. I noticed a couple, maybe around three or four different people, they had hockey jerseys on, but they were from their res hockey teams. From the res jerseys, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Oh, look at that jersey!" It's cool to see that they're that they're representing their reserve and their respective hockey team. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I saw wayway Wei Wei Wolverines uh, jersey. Uh, they play in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League, and mm-hmm. their own well, obviously owned by wayway. First Nation, Quebec, Quebec. I mean, Manitoba, so I saw two people wearing Huawei jerseys, which is cool. Uh, number four, you always know when someone's on council. I saw a guy, I won't mention the reserve, but he had a a leather jacket, and it said uh, First Nations that he represents, that he's on council for. On the side of his jacket, it says councilman. And he had Two dates with him. I'm like pretty sure there were dates with the I'm guessing there were dates. Let's say there were mm-hmm. his dates. And like he was I sat in a Budweiser lounge. Um, so he was <laughs> kept on buying them drinks all night. They were sitting next to us in the next section, but in the aisle row. So I was just noticing. I wasn't being nosy, I was just noticing that the waitress was always going to them and getting them drinks like the whole night. <laughs> so, the uh, number 4 is yeah, counsel with uh with a date or even yeah. two dates. So good for him for having two dates. So uh number 3 junk food. Since oh. junk food is so expensive in the arena, I know people and there's a Dollar Rama just across the street from Canada Life Centre. In Winnipeg. So go across the street to Canada Life Center, pick up some uh, Dollarama candy, fill your pockets up, fill your kids' jacket up with candy or in some chips and, and a pop because a pop, a bottle pop is like six, seven bucks. And you can go across the street to Dollarama for a dollar oh. fifty. So, and I'm sure parents have done that. If I had little kids, I would be. Here, put this in your jacket. Put this in your pants. Shut up. Don't say nothing. (laughs) So, yeah, number three is junk food. Sneaking food into the arena since it's so expensive nowadays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two for top five things Natives bring to an NHL game. iPads. Big iPads. I was standing beside a, a niche guy during pregame warmups and he had a big iPad and he was just filming, going live or something, recording on his iPad in the county become Funny. So. Uh, it
1: was like that, uh, that, that those fans in front of us when they're uh, in front of the, and when we were watching Freddie and they had those big iPads filming the game.
0: Oh yeah. Remember that's right. that? <laughs> that One auntie that just sat there. Yeah. And she was going live or she was doing some FaceTime someone. Yeah. With a big iPad. So, yeah, this guy, I think I took a picture of it and I'll post it on our <laughs> Facebook page and Instagram of of this guy yeah. flashing the iPad during the pregame skate. So good on him for not being <laughs> uh, being shy and being brave and <laughs> recording with a big iPad. Yeah. <laughs> and number one, top five things natives bring to an NHL game are beaded medallions. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. I, I love it when, when um, our indigenous artists uh, beat these medallions and stuff like that. And it shows, a, it's a lot of pride to show off their work and it. it's awesome. But uh, I think the one thing I've never seen this done, but I hear that like NHL teams have the authority to take away a medallion because it's not. And they or the team approves, really? Yeah, but I can't see him doing that though, right? No, you have to be like the biggest jerk ever to take away someone's property like that. But yeah, you never know, right? But yeah, mm. medallions, you see a lot of uh beaded medallions, and like wherever yeah. you go, like throughout uh Canada, and you do you see like the the other medallions with the big fake uh, chain now and like they sell at stores the big like, yeah, uh, I've stores. yeah i seen them yeah. I w- went into the jet store last night it was those things are $45 and it's just like oh a, my God. it's like a cheap plastic so but medallions are, are worth I know some people sell them for a high amount but it, it's worth it though if you think about all the time they put in beading it's like hours and hours mm-hmm. and then, then the material and stuff like that so it's uh if someone wants to sell a medallion i could see it for going like 250 300 right yeah and people got to understand yeah the time and effort it takes to to bead these medallions so yeah medallions is number one so we'll go over it. Um, number five, rest team jerseys. Number four, uh, council chief and council mm-hmm. with their dates. Uh, number three, junk food. Number two, iPads, and the number one is medallions. So, and those are all the things I saw just yesterday at the Jets game. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Um, what was I going to say? What else? Oh, yeah. Pre game. I just want to mention like during the NHL pre game skates, you're going to have a lot of kids that are going to go around, maybe the first five rows around the glass. They want to watch their, like a lot of kids want to watch TJ yep. Oshie, who is a Anishinaabe from War Road. And of course, they want to go see OV, right? Yes. And I think this is for adults. Let the kids stand. Even if if your seat, like if they're standing in your seats, let them stand there and watch Mm -hmm. their idols take the pregame skate. Don't be a douchebag and a loser. Kick the kid out of your seat, and I mean, I've a couple times yesterday. I was watching. We watched the the Capitals pregame skate, and people were moving to their seats and kicking these little kids out of their seats, just. Go sit in the lobby for an extra another five ten minutes, and let these kids be able to watch their idols skate and maybe get a puck or something and wave and say hi to the players. There's no need for you to go to your seats, especially when you don't even like you're not even interested to uh, to watch the pregame skate. Let the kids enjoy their time and yeah, th- to see their their idols. Up close and personal, like during the pregame skates, it it, can, it it bugs me that older adults do that to little kids. Like, is it worth it? Just to to kick them out of your spot? It's not. It go have your beer in the lobby. Go have your nachos yeah. in the lobby. Let the kids let the kids have fun. Like, yeah. But so I, I saw that yesterday, and it kind of ticked me off, and. But I, I'm not gonna say nothing, but because I'll probably get too mad. But let a, let a kid have fun at the game. So that's that's one thing that I noticed yesterday that kind of pushed me the wrong way. Uh, tip for parents: with winter season here, and unfortunately, there's a lot of there has been a lot of accidents in the Kenora area. Um, if you're going to traveling to tournaments. Take your time and leave earlier to be able to drive uh, to whatever highway conditions you may be traveling, right? Take your time. Um, Leave the night before if you have to. We don't want no one to get injured. We don't want no accidents. Um, It's... We just want everyone to be safe and just not rush... Don't go 120 trying to make a game an hour or two from when you leave your house, right? We want everyone to be safe. Yeah, we want. We don't want no one to get into an accident because uh, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to sit, talk bad about <laughs> them, but a lot of these, a lot of the times, truckers like hate to say it. They don't really care about when they travel compared to the smaller vehicles like us and the trucks yeah. and the rv i mean suvs and cars minivans and whatnot they're trying to make their time they're trying to make their delivery on time so they're going to do whatever it takes for them to be on time so and a lot of a lot of these a lot of the times now sorry they <laughs> are reckless drivers so parents be careful out there leave like i said earlier if you have to so that's my advice for this week. Do you have any advice, Bush? It's just the same ones. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do not share your water bottles. Yes. Or your or your or your towels.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bush is really. Uh... I'm.
1: I'm not a germaphobe. Per se, it's just I. There's boundaries and lines. I <laughs> just <laughs> but definitely on the water bottles. I'm just bugging on the on, on the towels, but ask. But definitely water bottles. Do not share them. If you see someone drinking from your water bottle, it is now theirs. You do not drink from anyone else's water bottle. Just give it to them. Yeah. Or just throw it at their face and say, Here, thanks. It's yours now.
0: So yeah, parents, Christmas is coming up. That's a great stocking yeah. stuffer. for bio. Buy a water bottle, buy a couple because kids always yep. lose them. When Nick and Anna were playing minor hockey, I would always buy a couple extra because I know they would lose them and leave them in the dress room or at the arena.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You always buy the six pack right,
1: right in right in September that that way uh, you'll always have one on the hand. But little parents, actually, on that note, use use your use your son's or daughter's stick tape and go around the water bottle so make it definitively theirs. Do a pattern,
0: you know, make it unique, make it theirs. True. Write your name on the water bottle. Yeah. Uh, last week was a pretty, last Thursday was pretty hectic for me. I had to wait on the Ticketmaster app because Morgan Wallen tickets went on sale. And I was one of those fortunate enough to get a password for the Morgan Wallen uh Presale <laughs> and where do these uh, guys have enough nerve to charge so much money for concert tickets? Morgan Wallen, can tickets? someone explain that to us? Yeah, like please. $700 for pit tickets for one person to go in the pit and <laughs> like the side. Seats on the side of the stage they were like nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, how does one g- guy be able to sleep at night knowing that people are paying nine hundred dollars to see him sing? How much was Metallica on the floor? Uh, there wasn't. It
1: wasn't that much. It wasn't. It was a hundred.
0: Metallica was 150 hundred and fifty when we went to go see them. Yeah, three years ago. It was a, on the floor, and they're, uh, and they're. Uh, hardcore legendary hall of fame band
1: like one of the greatest of all time and we were we were 10 feet away from them how the hell can someone charge 700 bucks i don't know someone please explain it to us or to me to anybody
0: yeah so we got two morgan Wallen pit tickets and it was like 1500 bucks man
1: like you almost want to go on a on the dark web to
0: get, uh, you know, to get score some tickets like that, <laughs> like even when in like in that in Winnipeg at the Canada Life Center they have 100 section, 200 section, and 300 yeah. section. 300s the nosebleeds, the higher up, and tickets up there were 400 bucks. Oh, yay! Y- That's crazy. So, like, what do you do when you're a music fan? Do you pay that much just to? They go see them play or do you just YouTube them and sit at home and watch watch it on, on TV? It's so expensive yeah. now. It's just not concerts, it's hockey games like what we mentioned earlier before. Like it's ridiculous with yep. how much they charge to um, see these performers now. And I'll, like
1: it makes you wonder if these performers are they how out of touch are they yeah like yeah like you hear allegations of how much taylor swift's concerts are going for like on the floor it's just baffles me that they're so out of touch that they that they want to nickel and dime the average chumps like me and you working joe's right hey i'm no chump don't call me Boy, a chump you're, you're, you're a
0: chump <laughs> Okay you're, okay, you're an you're an above average chump. I am a chump for paying that price to go. So it's I don't know. It's it's almost in a way embarrassing that like are you that hardcore of a fan that you had to pay that much? It's stupid. So but anyways, like yep, with the pandemic. I don't want to say it's over, but uh, with a lot of restrictions being lifted, a lot of people are, are wanting to go to the concerts. So they, yeah. So now the Ticketmaster or Live Nation, they or the managers of these performers know that people are going to pay more to see these artists and concerts. So, but it's a, it's almost like high, highway ro- robbery, right? Like you're. Mm-hmm. You're sticking it to the man. So it's embarrassing. They should, they have to do something. Yeah. So, absolutely. Ticketmaster, ticket you suck. But uh, I'll probably have a good time at the concert, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably.
0: Uh, before we go, we just want to give a good, uh, get well soon to Zach Whitecloud. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, he hurt his leg, and will be on long-term injury reserve, which is something like four weeks and ten games he'll be missing, which is oh. uh, pretty bad because he plays in Winnipeg tomorrow, so he plays in his home home province, and unfortunately, he's injured. So that that's a that's a big uh, Debbie Downer. Because yeah. everyone wants to play in their hometown or home province, so get well soon, Zach, and hope uh, you come back deadlier and stronger. And another one, uh, Samuel Sinaway from AOK, aka Sucker Creek, on Manitoulin Island. Samuel is playing for Team East, for Team Canada at the World Junior A Hockey Championship. So. Uh, Samuel is playing for Sudbury Cubs at a, the Northern Ontario Junior League. So good to see him representing uh, Team East at the Junior A Challenge. So good kid. I've known this kid since he was just a little little boy. Uh his parents and I are good friends and he's uh his parents are a friend of the my family. So it's good to see uh these kids kids succeed. Uh, when they're getting older anything else before we uh take off um no I got nada no nope. nada nada I guess uh we'll call it a show so uh, yes. thanks yep. again noah right. thanks again Noah for being because of the week uh and if you want to be because of the week or know anyone that wants to be because of the week Shoot us a message on Facebook, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up.
1: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, MySpace, Twitter. Uh, high five! What else? Uh,
0: that's it, I think. MSN Messenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that being said, oh, MySpace. Uh, my MySpace. With that being said, thanks for joining us on. Episode sixty six of Res Hockey. Yeah, uh, we'll see you again next week. Should we do shows? Yes. Should we should we do shows during the Christmas holidays? I mean, because we're we're off for two weeks. Maybe I don't know. Maybe next week, but not because New Year's is falls on a Sunday. I don't know. We'll we'll think about it. We'll.
1: Yeah, we we'll, we should go live during the World Junior Tournament while we're while we're watching it. We
0: should. Hmm, yeah, yeah we should. Starts,
1: starts in a couple of weeks. Big tournament.
0: Where is Moncton. it this year? Oh, so, in Moncton. so they're two hours ahead. That's going to be... So when they play like at 7 o'clock, it's going to be like 5 o'clock our time. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. Early dinner. Yeah, your early dinner. Yeah, well... We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Okay. Take care of each other. Love each other. And we'll see you again. Peace. Peace out.